Well, July, uh, when we first meet her in the book, is an old woman and she's sitting at the end of the 19th century and she's decided that she wants to tell the story of her life to her son. Her son is the publisher of the Long Song. And so there is this woman who's in her late 80s writing down the story of a slave girl called July. It's an incredibly rich portrait that you've painted of a certain moment just before and just during the Baptist War. The research must have been phenomenally difficult, was it? Because so much is written about slavery, but not from the slaves' perspective. Yes, I mean, the thing is that slavery lasted for 300 years, and so what is written about slavery tends to sort of go down into a few tropes. So, you know, the, the cruelty on the plantations, and, uh, and, and these are what we know of slavery in this country. And once I realised that it was 300 years and that societies were built and that people survived and thrived and that people had to live under this ridiculously cruel and terrible system, but they did and they built lives. I wanted to, to look at the lives that they may have lived in order that they become people again and not just slaves. So how did you do your research? Well, I, I found what I could, documentary ev evidence. Uh, there are a few, three or four, from Caribbean slavery I'm talking about now. But one of the main things was that there was an enormous amount of the white people who were there, the missionaries, the planters, the, uh, their wives, their sort of overseers. You know, anybody who seemed to, to have anything to do with the Caribbean wrote a small volume at some point about their sort of troubles there or their lives there. And through it, you could see how the slaves lived because they were always talking about them because they were so important to them <laughs> so they were always talking about them in disparaging ways could you what was there a sense of of these records dehumanizing slaves you know at that time and we have to take our modern sensibility away and think about how people thought then and at that time they thought that um a slave was not um an african was not human not truly human and didn't really have souls and weren't, you know, worthy of that sort of uh, treatment. So much more akin to cattle than human beings. And it seems extraordinary in, in, in modern parlance to, to, to hear you even say that. It's really quite shocking, isn't it? It is. It is shocking and it, it would be more shocking. But it, it, the thing about it is that we have a propensity to do that all the time. You know, it, it was done in the 20th century. I have no doubt in my mind it will be done again, where you make other human beings into not quite as good as you for whatever reason, and then you can do what you like with them. But what's extraordinary about the Long Song <laughs> is that you have taken the perspective from the individual slave's point of view, and it has to be pointed out, it's not without a huge amount of humour. Oh. <laughs> that, is, that is a fantastic achievement. Well, it's, you know, if ever I'm, I'm writing about a human being, there has to be humour in it, because that's the part of um, the human condition, as far as I'm concerned. Any, any character that I would write that didn't have a sense of humour wouldn't quite be... Right. You know, I, I believe everybody has a sense of humour. You find the odd person that doesn't. But, um, but certainly, if you come from the Caribbean and you've been through slavery, you had to have a sense of humour to get through that as well. You know? But that's not to make light of it. I don't make light of slavery, and, I, and that I want to make quite clear. It's not carry on up the plantation. You know, it's not, I, don't, I don't sort of make jokes about it. It's a, it's a, a serious book, but... 
out of my character will always come a humour. It's been tra it's, it's having a huge success at the moment, the long songs. It's being translated into I don't know how many languages at the moment. Have you got the tally I the last... I think it's about 13 at the moment. When and it gets to the Caribbean, what sort of reception are you anticipating? Oh, I've no idea. Yeah. Do you think that there might be a different reception there? Uh, there might be. I mean, the reception here is very important to me as well. In Jamaica, we know about slavery. You know, we, it's living there. It's with you all the time. In Britain, it's not. And this was British slavery for 300 years. And that's very important. Now, what happens is that if you talk about American slavery, you can't enter into the history of America without slavery coming up. You talk about, you know, the Bill of Rights or, you know, anything. Abraham Lincoln, you cannot talk about him without slavery coming up. And so slavery is very much part of their history. But because our slavery in Britain was in the Caribbean, it's not. You know, and so it seems like that was just something that sort of went on over there. So you're saying distance metaphorically and physically? Metaphorically and physically. Um, but, you know, the slavery was the same as in America, in, in that it was perpetuated by the British on uh, millions of people. And so sort of bringing it home, if you like, bringing it back to the mother country, is, is very important to me because it just feels like, although it's part of... British history. It's such a little adjunct to it. It feels like an adjunct that and it's, it should be much more centre stage. I really do think that it was a, an extremely important part. And I, when I started out with the long song, publicising it, I had two interviews from very intelligent women, even two different interviews, very intelligent women who'd been through the university system and, you know, who didn't know that slavery had happened in the Caribbean. And I was more than shocked. It is so important to us understanding who we were as a British Empire, how it sort of all, all worked and came together. And it can't be written out of history. So you're hoping, and it looks like you're succeeding, that the Long Song will reawaken the debate. I and do hope so. Discussion. <laughs> I do hope so. I mean, it's a, difficult, it's a difficult one. It was difficult for me as well to sort of um, even think about writing this book. I didn't really want to write it. It's a real confrontation. You know, I, I, it felt like I was going to have to confront the society that I live in and enjoy and love, you know.